Hello, howdy, welcome to the Protein Bites podcast. My name is Adriano. I have nothing to sell you today other than I just want to help you learn a little bit more about the health and fitness journey that you're going on, help educate you, help you get from A to B a lot faster, a lot smoother, and a lot more enjoyably than I had to go through from the age of 16. I've been training for 14 years. I now own a small boutique personal training studio in the Sutherland Shire, but that's not why I'm here. Here to help you guys understand more about yourselves and about your health and fitness journey as you go along. So team, if you like this podcast, uh, cost me a little bit of money and a bit of time to make every week. So if you could do me a massive favor and just on the platform that you're listening to this, just go ahead and give it a review. That would be the best that you could do for me. Cost you guys nothing and uh, would mean the world to me as it helps me get this podcast in front of more eyes every single day day and uh that's the whole purpose want to help more people with my business and my level of education so if you could do that for me mean the world to me uh but until then enjoy the rest of the podcast so today i want to talk about resilience a nice psychological concept pretty much uh resilience is your ability to i was thinking get back on the horse but your ability to stay on the horse not fall off so typically with our ego and human beings as we are, we love like a challenge, 28-day challenge, six-week challenge, eight-week challenge in the fitness industry. That seems to be um, how we like things because we like a transformation, but we don't like the harder things, which is doing the little things every day for life. That's difficult for most people. Doing an eight-week challenge, one, it feeds our ego, which is our, like our short-term thinking and behavior. And two, uh, it's easier than doing it for life. See it. So it feeds our ego and it's a lot more short term than a lifelong commitment. Exercise for me, as I understood when I was 16, was a lifelong commitment. It's, it's taken many different routes. It's taken the route of Muay Thai kickboxing. It's taken the route of bodybuilding. It's taken the route of self-love. Heaps of routes, right? Stuff to just benefit my mental health. Um, so for me, lifting weights has been a massive cornerstone of my resilience. So when the wheels are about to fall off, when life gets really hard and a curveball comes your way, what most people do is they drop the ball. And I've had so many clients do this and it's really sad, but also like I kind of find it funny because um, <laughs> I, I just, man, like I don't know, a lot, of, a lot of people don't know this, but like I was, I was raised in a really fucking challenging household, a lot of drugs, uh, a lot of like abuse and a lot of like, other weird shit, sexual abuse, whatever. Not towards me, but that was there. Um, and my mum, bless her, beautiful woman, um, tried her best raising me, did the best she could. And sometimes people's best isn't that crucial. She fell into that category. Uh, we have a pretty solid relationship over the last like three months, which has been really nice. Anyway, um, I was raised in a really challenging place. And at 16, I understood that you need to, stick to your health and fitness goals and look after your body. And that's something you should aim to do. As a result, I'm a 30 year old man, strongest I've ever been, wake up at 4.30 every morning, ready to go, uh, have a really successful business and clients and community that love me and, and I love in return. But people that are 35, 40, 50, still have not comprehended that you have to look after yourself first. And I think like for me, <laughs> I always get a kick out of it because like, you know, my ego loves that, right? I'm like, I fucking figured it out at 16. Like how the fuck can you guys not figure it out now? Um, and also cause I like being right. I think a lot of the time I like, like 
<laughs> I like knowing that I know it. it sounds pretty fucked up, but it's a part of me that's like, <laughs> stupid, you know, like, like I'm like, you're a fucking idiot, you know, almost like I, I don't know. Fuck. I think like part of me, like almost like a, and, and, and I'm happy to be honest about this. Like some, a little small part of me, it's not a huge part, but a small part of me is like, you know, like, not I told you so, but like, it's, I guess, I guess something similar to that. I can't really articulate it. But when people just fall off, I, I get sad. And I also like have a giggle because I'm like, you fucking idiot. You've got the opportunity of a lifetime. And you're that full of your own shit that you can't help yourself to lift weights and, and whatever. I was having an argument with my mom the other day, discussion, I will say, about how she believed that lifting weights wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't everybody's cup of tea. And I dare say brushing your teeth or showering or whatever isn't everybody's cup of tea, right? Or, you know, checking the shit or whatever it might be for some people. Cooking dinner, not your cup of tea. But we have to do it, right? And she thought it was a bit extreme that I thought that lifting weights, I thought everybody should lift weights. She thought it was extreme that I thought that. I thought it was extreme that she thinks that not everybody should lift weights. For me, lifting weights is like brushing your teeth. Like you should fucking do it no matter what. It's going to keep your mouth strong. And so I'm just looping back to that point of resilience, right? If you have a strong mouth, like if you brush your teeth, you're building resilience in your teeth, right? Same thing with your food. If you're eating good food, you're building the immunity and resilience of your body. If you lift weights, you're building the resilience and your ability for your body to not get injured and fall off the horse, so to speak. And I just think it's fascinating when people uh, disregard, you know, they, they go through a period of stress and then they just drop everything off. And it blows my mind that like, you know, exercise takes maybe three to 4% of your time. I know that you guys have scrolled more this week, watch Netflix more and prioritize other shit more than exercise or a walk around the block. It just takes two seconds. And so for me, resilience is built on those small habits repeated daily. I've got a really strong body that's injury free because I've trained for five days a week for as long as I can remember now that over the last like five years, um, I've got a healthy body because I've eaten well 80 to 90% of the time over the last five years. You know, I, I've got a, a lot of energy and a lower body fat percentage because I've slept really well and I've looked after my body over the years. Sure, I've partied and, and done other stuff, but by and large, I've, I've lived a really healthy life. Uh, and so that has created resilience in all areas of my life. And so that resilience that you have really allows you to just stay on top of your game all day, every day. And some people don't even know what that looks like. Some people are just so used to the 28-day challenge, six-week challenge, where they slam it, fall off the horse, slam it, fall off the horse. And building the life of your dreams is about not entertaining that fact. Building the life of your dreams is about getting out there, enjoying what you're creating with your life and rolling with the knocks. Right? That's what it, at least that's what it is for me. Uh, and just letting whatever's happening around you happen around you and you just stay on your path. But a lot of people really, really struggle to do that. And so for me, the key way to build resilience in your life is start low. So if you want to be someone that walks every day, look at someone in your life that walks every day and talk to them. Hey, how did you get into walking? And I can, I'm, I'm serious when I say this, like you need to get in there and investigate. How did you get into walking? Why do you like it so much? What happened for you? How did you keep on top of it? And they'll tell you. Some days I don't like walking, but what I found is it was a really good habit to get into. And when it rains as well, and that happens, I'll go to Westfield and I'll be able to walk undercover and still keep that habit of walking. Because what I found was if I broke that habit, 
It took me a month or two to get back in the habit of walking. Cool? Cool. Same thing could be for outdoor training, could be for anything. Um, but you've got to talk to the person that you want to become, essentially, if you want to be them. Like there's a bunch of business coaches that I hire, right? I want to be like them in some aspects. So I hire them and talk to them and listen to them. If you want to be like somebody, like for me, I want to be someone that has a six pack more or less year round with it being so, with it being like effortless. Okay. And those people exist where like, it's maybe not effortless, but it's, it takes a lot, eff- lot less effort than like having to do a 12 week cut hard uh, because they've got really solid eating habits and those eating habits keep them in line in order to lose the weight and keep it off. So I'd talk to or assume the behaviors of somebody who does that. So when somebody who has a six pack year round, what do they do when they go out and eat? Or they maybe have a cheat meal once a week. The rest of the time, they look after their diet and they don't eat too much. Cool. My friend Josh, love him, Josh Sutton. Um, he's like shredded year round, dialed in. And uh, what he does is I think he has a cheat meal once a week or cheat day once a week or something like that. Outside of that, he monitors what he eats and eats really well. He trains four or five times a week, works as a fiery and works at a cafe, has lots of energy to do what he wants to do. And that's Josh. And so what do I need to do? I need to look at Josh and mirror his behaviors more or less so I can become someone like that, that is lean year round in a, in a seemingly effortless way. So for me, looking at that and sticking at that is a great way to build resilience. Finding a goal, rolling with the knocks, essentially like if you're you know, going down the river of life, right? You started at the mountains, and you're coming down. Sometimes you're going to get hit an embankment. Sometimes you're going to hit some rocks. Sometimes it's going to be smooth sailing down the river of life, right? But being able to hold onto the board, sometimes you hold onto that board or whatever you're holding onto to ride down the river, you hold onto it really, really tight. That takes a lot of effort. So sometimes you need to hold onto it tight, otherwise you'll get thrown off. Sometimes you need to hold onto it gently, easier, nice, few smooth weeks in the year, okay? That's a good analogy for for what it's like to build resilience. Now, building resilience is not getting knocked off the board and then hopping back on because building resilience is about not getting knocked off the board. It's about keeping doing the things that are hard even when life's hard, okay? So for me, it's going for the walk this morning that I did. It's training after this and uh, probably getting some batteries because batteries are dead on (laughs) my microphone and like having to roll with that and still get everything done even though, fuck, do I want to go back and get batteries today for a microphone for filming footage that makes me no money? No, I don't. Don't want to do that. I don't make any money from Reels. I don't make any money from a YouTube. Nothing. Zero. No, zero to nada. But why do I do it? Because I want to educate people and I want to build my brand out. Now, it's a long-term investment, five, ten years, sure. Um, that might pay me, but it might not as well. I might be one of those people that just makes videos for ten years and gets nowhere. So... Um, you know, it's about resilience in the, in the micro sense. So having to fucking get batteries and do that shit when you really don't want to. And then in the macro sense as well, when just like generally being a resilient person, you know, you're looked at and regarded as someone that just gets it done regardless. That's what I look at as resilience. So I wanted to put that forward to you guys because a lot of people, they can hit the 28 day challenges and then after that they fall off and that's fine. Um, but is it going to get to where, get you to where you want to be? Absolutely not. So uh, the next thing I wanted to touch on was uh, something I've really been enjoying uh, lately is ice baths. So resilience and ice baths. Now, cold showers as well. I want to touch on that really briefly. 
So what I've done is I've gotten a foldable um, bath tub and I've put it on my balcony at home. It's pretty cool. Cost me like 280 bucks. Some random website delivered it to my house. They also gave me some like alkaline book that I'm going to make a YouTube video on. That'll be fun actually. Um, and so what I do is, according to the research, 11 minutes of sub being submerged in ice each week can increase dopamine production function, can uh, increase metabolism. Don't know how much by, but it's a great side effect. So for me, the mindfulness, the reduction in anxiety, increase of dopamine. I feel really good when I'm out of a, an ice bath as well. So all of those things are, are super beneficial. Uh, and I started doing it. I fell in love with it completely because, and, and to bring back to resilience, which wasn't my intention, it helps build resilience. You're leaning into something that you don't want to do for your own benefit. It's very easy to like, um, when you hear a little, you say you're reaching for a chocolate block and your body, your brain goes, Hey, don't need it. You don't need the chocolate block. And you do it anyway. That's being willful, but for the wrong reasons. Now this ice bath is about practicing willfulness, mindfulness, uh, for the right reasons. So your, your brain is telling you, don't do it. It's not good. And you're saying, yes, this is something that's going to actually benefit me. So it's worth going through some pain. So you're teaching your body, your brain, that it's okay to go through some pain as long as it's to benefit you. And I think that's just a really powerful statement and a really powerful behavior to get involved in. Same with cold showers. Something that I used to do was look at the cold shower and go, <laughs> and anticipate the cold. I'm already feeling more anxious as a result of that breathing. Um, and I anticipate the cold. Now I'm like, I look at the shower and look at the water and I say to myself before I've been, you've been here, you've done this before, you'll do it again. And I hop under. And my breathing, I just go, <gasps> and I'm in. Whereas before it was, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, it's cold. <sighs> Walk straight into that shower, look at the shower head, completely cold. There's no other option for me. There's no warm option anymore. Completely cold. Been here before, I can do it again. Whew. I'm in. Ready to wash. Ready to sit there in my own calm, calm my mind, calm my breathing, taking big, big breaths of oxygen, okay? And I feel a thousand times better as a result, every single time. I've got more energy, much more conscious. And to be honest, I'm, 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 uh, I've made a pact to not drink until Vegas, so that's all May. So I've got about four months of sobriety in me, uh, which I'm really ready for. And I think the ice baths, cold showers, sobriety and cutting weight. I think I want to be fucking unstoppable to be honest. And I'm just really happy that I'm at that stage where slowly, and maybe it's a result of maturity or resilience, whatever you want to say, um, that I'm able to step into these new, more committed versions of myself. And I guess what I'm inviting you guys to do is play around with your own health and fitness as well. Educate yourself. Now I've come to the understanding that ice baths are for 11 minutes a week going to hugely benefit my, my mental health and my physical well-being. So it's a habit that's worth getting involved in me. Plus I kind of enjoy the thrill and I like doing stuff that nobody else wants to do because I like to feel like I'm a bit of a badass sometimes. Okay. So I like doing that. And, uh, and that kind of, you know, that kind of gets me going. Same with the cold shower stuff. I really enjoy that. So those are the two things, uh, 
that I kind of wanted to cover today. Bit of a brief one. I've got a really busy week in the studio today, uh, this week. Uh, we've been onboarding like more clients than, uh, than I can even, um, what's the word? Stab at, I suppose. That's probably the, word, the worst phrase to say. Uh, but I've got more, more clients than I can um, even account for. So uh, we're doing really good things at Risk Fitness and changing lives. And I'm really happy to announce all that. But I hope this podcast has served you well. Remember, building resilience is just like a muscle. You can do it and you can do it, even do it in a micro sense. Uh, and try an ice bath or a cold shower and commit to it. But go in there with the thinking uh, that you're not going to die by the end of it. And it's a beneficial thing to lean into on a micro sense. Meaning this is going to be things that benefit you day to day. Uh, that eventually, over time, you'll have a lot more resilience and control over your brain when the bad habits decide to come. Um, I am proud to announce pretty much that I've quit ice cream um, uh, in terms of like having them at home. I probably had them at home for like six months, even a year maybe. I'd have a stick of ice cream, two ice creams every night. Now, since the ice bath thing and since sort of taking a bit more control over my eating and, and wanting to eat well, I look after my health, um, just like 1% better every day and recommitting to me. Um, I pretty much don't have any dessert. And that was the plan at the start. I'd wean myself off from ice creams to then like Chobani sweet flips, which have a little bit of chocolate and yogurt in it. And then now it's like um, a protein yogurt for, for dinner. And uh, I couldn't be happier because um, I've made those switches and I was really conscious. And uh, yeah, I feel, I feel much, much better for it. Anyway, thanks guys for tuning into today's episode. Um, I hope this has found you well. And uh, I'll speak to you on the next one. All the best. Bye.